face the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, Sally. And welcome to Retro. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, Sir Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And Dr. Squee. Dragon! And we're here this week to talk about the latest episode of Strange New Worlds Among the Lotus Eaters. Which, I don't know if you guys have got any theories as to why that's the title. This one escaped me. Is it a reference to something? I mean, it's got to be, it but yeah, like it's obviously, is, but I'm not sure what it's a reference. Nope, me neither. At least we're all in the same boat. You know, if we were good journalistic podcasters, we would have found that out before we went live. Ah, but we're lazy podcasters, so if anyone knows, just put it in the notes. Something we don't. Yeah, there account. we go. Tell us what among the lotus eaters means. Before we get I'm to sure that, though, we did have some. Work. I'm sure. Uh, before we get to that, though, we do have some sad Star Trek news this week, which was the passing of Manny Cotto, who was a writer, producer, and I believe he was the showrunner in the, the back end of Enterprise. And um, it it's widely accepted that when Manny Cotto took over, that's when Enterprise started getting much more interesting, particularly season four. I think he was more or less the sole creative voice for it. And I think, I, think, uh, I don't think there's actually been much argument in it that season four is the best episode of Enterprise, best season of Enterprise. Yeah, yeah I mean, it might have been a long got way. Her. If they'd actually got that quality, even a season earlier, I don't think it would have been cancelled. I, I think he could have, like that trajectory it was on, but it was already basically yeah. cancelled by that stage. I think going into the season four, you knew it was that was the last season. Yeah, I think so. And so it, it is yeah, a shame it would have been... Go on, sorry, Elliot. I was, just saying there were, I was just saying there were campaigns running all the way through season four to save it. Yeah, so it was it was wild, wild, wildly known at the start of season four that that was last season. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, it is a shame. Manny Cotto, very good, very good writer, very good showrunner. As I mentioned to you guys in our chat, uh, he did the series Odyssey Five before Enterprise, which was a. Uh, one of them sci-fi shows that had a major amounts of promise and got cut before it got the chance to run its course. But it was one of the, one of the first like sci-fi shows on cable. So I remember watching it and being shocked that you had these characters swearing on it in a sci-fi show. It was just so weird at the time. And it was planned out for like a five season arc. Yeah. Yeah, no. And yeah, it's the they had like get sent back in time by the aliens to save the world. That's it. Yeah, and it's all to do with like AI and things. In fact, it'd be quite. I imagine yeah. it plays very well today. Actually, I'm, I may give Odyssey Five a rewatch. Actually, and he went on to work extensively in Twenty Four, 
I was going to um, say, yeah, I mean, if you look through, I've been just bringing up his um, uh, IMDb just to remind me, but there was so many shows working on. So lots of 24 in multiple different roles as writer, producer, all sorts. Uh, Dexter, he worked on um, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, uh, American Horror Story, Tales mm -hmm. from the Crypt. Like, really, the CV this guy has is just quite formidable and uh you know, just to have one of those shows is amazing, but to have worked on so many, oh, yeah. hits, like it just shows the guy had had considerable legs. Yeah, a real shame. And if if you can check out Odyssey Five anywhere, if you don't fancy rewatching Enterprise, which is understandable. I've got, <laughs> but yeah, I've got a funny feeling. Last time I watched that, I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, it most likely is on there. But yeah, that's definitely a sort of a what's the word? Uh, something gem. What, what, what's hidden gem, hidden gem. That's hidden it. Why couldn't I find that phrase anyway? Um, so we'll move on to Among the Lotus. Oh, sorry, just then. quickly, a, a oh, big, um, big salute to uh, to Manny Koto there. Absolutely, big yeah, yeah, sorry. And yeah, Among the Lotus Eaters then is our latest episode of Strange New Worlds. Mm. And largely a Pike story. We we predicted we'd get more yeah, Pike it, this he's week. He's just over COVID did. now, <laughs> obviously. It, it does look yeah. that way, doesn't it? I'm going to buy Elliot's theory because it's like three episodes, which seems like about, if you think about the length it takes to film three episodes, it's yeah. probably about to really get over COVID. Like, zones that, on that yeah, make, so didn't have any symptoms. Yeah, it's I, I'm happy to go with that theory until we're until we're corrected. Um but yeah, so we do get a bit of pike this episode. I have to say though, I think this is for me the weakest this season so far. I'm not saying it's bad, it's just okay. For me, it's still that first episode I wasn't so fond of. I just I think it was a bit meandering that first episode. Um but uh this one I like, but on a rewatch especially, I did a little bit on the first watch, but especially on a rewatch, I know so many flaws in the logic of this episode. Like the, the way the memory works does not make any fucking sense. No. Uh, like there's a bit where Nurse Chapel says about... It does make sense because it's space uh, magic. Space magic, of course, yeah. But it's like you've also got like Nurse Chapel at one stage says it's like uh, <sighs> loads of hemispheres of your brain have seriously de degraded. And then she says it's like... Uh, well, we have to, you know, um, we'll be fine as long as it isn't affecting anyone else. Why would you assume it is? Like, you have no reason. If it's a, a, a neurological thing, the first, like, you wouldn't assume that it would affect anyone else, surely. No, well, you it, don't it think seems that. the way she I, describes it. It doesn't well, seem like a transmittable I, I, thing well, that you'd know. Like, yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking because they're sort of like in space and you're on all these missions and all that, they're probably used to. Coming across unknown diseases that right. affect me strange. That's ways. true. They do come across. So, it, so, so it's okay, I'll give you that, one, that, that. As, as long as it's not one of these things that is space magic. That but like you everyone, know, if, if you had one person coming to sick bay, okay. if you had one person coming to sick bay with a neurological disorder, I, I just don't think it would be what you jumped in. But anyway, like uh, you, you've no, given enough an explanation, way, I can flange that one. The way, there's yeah, so much. The worse. way that the way it's come on very quickly on. Honor. Yeah, they've got to say this could be a, a case of space magic. Yeah, basically. I, that like, like I, a, I, yeah. I honestly reckon that when the Starfleet Academy and they decide that they want to go into the medical car, that page one or chapter one is all space about magic. space magic. It's, it's just got 
in big bright letters with stars all around it, space magic. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you do your you do your seven years to be a doctor, and then when you get assigned to a starship, they go right now throw all of that out because there's these <laughs> weird green things that jump up and eat your face, and yeah, so maybe it's uh, there's like an asterisk after everything saying unless. Because I, I think this is probably the most space magical episode of Strange New Worlds yet. Because I think their no. usually been pretty okay. Not even close because we had the one with the Doctor's daughter when she. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was sort of like nebula. yeah, but that was purposely. Space no, that magic. was clear. I, that I, was pure no, no, space magic. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, Elliot, I excuse that because it's meant to be space magic. It's meant to be a magical being, basically, like a a being right. so beyond our. our comprehension yeah. this they try and do some faux okay. logic on so it's like unintended space magic is what i mean i don't yeah. mind if they, i don't mind if they just say weird alien which can do anything brilliant you you that's all i need. like it's, it's a cue basically we're, we're dealing with a cue type situation that's fine but if you go this is a disease that's got a pathology that's got a logical thing to it and then you do this shit it's space magic which is not intended yeah but oh, it was it was disease, was it? it's radiation it was, it was, I'm, I'm not being funny but i'm I think okay, we can all agree. We all we all big Marvel fans, and yeah. we have seen lots of how radiation can affect <laughs> people differently to give them all sorts of weird powers and so, weird effects. I, okay, I'm going to say it's about staying in lane. That's Marvel shit. That is not Star Trek. I don't want Star Trek to have superheroes either. It's just not its lane. Okay. Well, the one that is superheroes, unless it's your superpowers for getting oh. things, but. No, no, I, right, I'm just saying, like, the, the gamma rays, I want to... We know you don't like it, it's okay, and you can tell us no, all I, about it as honestly, we move through. Oh, I'm going to say very quickly, just, I, I did, I actually quite liked the, the idea of it, it was just the logic of it, just, I, I okay. had to switch off the logic. Okay. Right. Okay, so we start with relationship drama, though. And we get Captain Battelle returns. What, what, so, sorry, don't we have the Ortega's... Um, doesn't she do a log first, or is it... Oh, she does do a log, yes, you're Cause right, I, sorry. Because this is my first gripe. Sorry, I'm going to get in early. But right from the beginning, everything we've seen of Ortega's, she has never once, me once mentioned... Uh, like, in fact, she is so enthusiastic about steering the ship. All she does every episode is say how cool she is because she steers the ship. The best thing in life is to steer the ship. What does this episode open up with? Yeah, I'm a bit bored of, of uh, steering the ship. It's like, that's your whole thing is being excited about that. Let me just start there. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I suppose you do have off days, don't you? Yeah, but, but yeah. Suppose, it's, they could have put and it in like, earlier that you're she's... Like, you like point. doing your thing. You like doing your thing, but she never thinks, hold on, I never get to do anything else. But I would like that, that to have been introduced in an earlier episode. So it's not just suddenly, okay, every episode I talk about how excited I am about doing the ship. This one, ah, fuck the ship. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like with Spock, they love layering and stuff about his emotions and shit. True. But with her, you can't spare one, like one scene in a previous episode going, just feeling a bit restless at the moment. And then you have this and it doesn't seem so jarring to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose part of that is the problem that Strange New Worlds is being more episodic and this sort of stuff did happen all the time in Star Trek up and, you know, the, the original batch of Star Trek shows where it'd be, right, we're going to have an episode where Geordie's annoyed about 
not getting any women. To be fair, that happened a lot. Yeah, I was going to say um, that's not. So <laughs> there's that episode of TOS where they go, Scotty don't like women this week. And you're like, oh, okay. does he not like it's Wolfenfold where he gets possessed yeah. by the Ripper. And it just starts with, with Kirk oh, saying to Spock, like, Scott is really annoyed with women at the minute. And <laughs> that's no, just no, no. It, <laughs> doesn't he? He does reference, though, having kind of a relationship that went wrong. And like Scotty does get screwed over in the romance department in the original series quite a lot. So I'd say there are antecedents to that. And yeah, I think you'd struggle to find them if you watched it. I, I think that's the Fair first love story. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. But um, when Stranger Worlds is going to do that, sometimes you do have to have character things. It's like this week, Ortegas is annoyed. And you don't always have the chance to sprinkle it in. But anywho. Fair. Fair. Um, so Captain Battelle's back. And we get this thing, oh, she could have got promoted to Commodore, but didn't because of the nasty Vulcan from the trial. And yeah. um, this causes that, a bit of tension. Pike's you, like, oh. Do you think Pike's logic here is bad? Because I think it's perfectly rational. It's like, I am going to screw over. Like, her her career is legitimately getting screwed over by mm -hmm. being in a relationship with me. If they're going to say it's his thing of knee-jerk just leaving a relationship, it should have been over some petty, surely. Because this seems perfectly logical to me. She is getting hurt by being with him. And yeah, no, and... I, no, I like his logic. It's, no, his yeah, logic is sound. Like, if he has but... a, His logic is sound, but if he has a habit of finding excuses... Press the, the countdown button by accident. Apologies. Yes, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Elliot. No, I was... <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, say I, that I again, sorry. That. Yeah, all I was saying was that if he if he uses his logic to find an excuse to get out of relationships, it is his his sort of thing that he pushes them away. But I I got the feeling from what number one was saying, it was bullshit. Excuse, you know, like he finds a reason as opposed to there being a legitimate mm, yeah. reason. Here, there is a legitimate reason. It it just again, if if they're gonna say that's what he's doing, it should be a really petty reason why he breaks up with her, sure. Yeah, I mean, my take on it was he, he does have a legitimate reason, but he's not taking her feelings into account. Like, she's a grown-up, she's a captain, she's about to outrank him anyway, so it's, it's not necessarily his call to make. She can say, look, you may have affected my career, but I still want to be with you, you know. Yeah. So I think maybe a bit of that, rather than talking to her about it, it kind of made the decision. I don't know. Um, but it's there to set up like Pike's yeah. sort of dilemma this episode. But before we get to that, we get the mission this week is on Rigel 7, which is a callback to the cage. That's the mission yeah. that went Thank wrong, you. which is why Pike's uh, down in the dumps yeah. and ready to leave oh, Starfleet. I don't remember why we, where we heard that from before. I looked on IMDb, which usually the trivia yeah. someone that's right, that. I did, no that's right, I did it. That's why I did it on the thumbnail. Oh, sorry. And you know, and you know, so I've used half Rigel from, from original from the cage and half from yeah. I, I saw there was something different on the thing, but I didn't. Yeah, that's why I did it. It was showing the castle originally. Yeah. The original um, map drawing on the... That Which I loved the way they made it resemble that. Like, I liked the fact that it was clearly inspired by it. Yeah. 
they, they quite clearly couldn't use the same no, that You quite obviously couldn't do that. But they've been close enough to to pay homage to the original. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And uh, the only sort of issue I have with it is the way it's presented in the cage is this mission just went horribly and it was awful and I'm ready to leave Starfleet over it. And because of the plot device we use in this episode, by necessity, we have to go, it only lasted four hours. And you're like, okay, I get that it was bad and it turned into a bloodbath, but it's like, it just seems a little like those two things don't add up. <laughs> like the, it was this four hour mission, but the state yeah. we see him in, do you know in what? the cage just seems a bit i don't know it's really funny but i'm gonna actually defend that episode where i've got so many gripes that's fine for me funnily enough i thought uh no, well i didn't realize i was trying to place rage on seven but so thank you but for me that makes kind of sense because if in four hours you lose like uh was it three crewmen who just die like that i, I think mm -hmm. actually the shorter time scale makes it more impactful if over the yeah, course maybe of a week so. mission yeah. You know, three people get picked off over time. It's not such a trauma. Yeah, three people yeah I can deal. Dying I can, I can deal. With, I can deal with one every two days, not not one every yeah, hour. Well, you know, slightly more. Yeah, at least there's some processing time. You know, that yeah, used maybe. to be like that where over a long time. Unfortunately, yeah. some people die, but in a heartbeat, you lose three people. That that's so. Yeah, yes, no, you're right. You've been down. I mean, maybe I'd have to go back and. I did watch the beginning of the cage just to check how many people ah, said okay. died. And does it match? It does. It matches that. Match up? Yeah. Including right. Good. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch. Maybe I need to watch the cage again because I, I sort of got the the impression that maybe it took a bit longer than that. But that's probably just perceptions I've built in my head watching mm. that episode. I don't know how many. Yeah. It, times and like when he's they, talking to, when he's talking to the doctor in the cage, he's he's down about it. And it's not like I'm fed up of making life and death decisions on the spot. Who lives and who dies? I've just mm. lost. I've just it, lost three people. It reminds me of uh, actually. It was an episode of Quantum Leap where uh, Sam leaps into Al and has to uh, try and defend him. Oh from, yeah, uh, murder. He gets accused of. And there's a um, a scene in the the courtroom bit where the this guy tries to time five minutes because. The husband of the, the woman who's died says that he watched for five minutes because he's a creep, basically. But uh, she, he goes and starts a timer for five minutes and they go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm just, just showing how long five minutes is. And the judge says, like, I got my uh, battalion shot out from under me in five minutes. It can be a, a, a second or it can be a lifetime. And mm -hmm. I, I think it feel like this is a lifetime, like four hours seemed like a lifetime because he lost so yeah. quick period. Because it went... No, I will stand like, corrected on that Especially, one. like... To be fair, how it says this mission, how it went so pear shit, so bad, badly, so quickly, it does make it makes even more sense why he was so upset and depressed about it in the cage. Yeah, like, and like, I really like Anson Mount's acting in this because you can see he's haunted by it and that it's traumatizing having to go back there and everything. So I really like the way he plays it. And and let's face it, just having Anson and Mount back was so joyful. Like you know. That that yes. really like that is what I loved about like you get loads of Anton Mount and he's always good value. Uh, he's doing a bit more dramatic, a bit less of the uh, humor of uh, Pike, which he plays quite a lot. So mm. that was something nice and different. So they're, yeah. they're 
there like for all my gripes there is a lot to recommend the performances and the idea of it i really like so the first one thing that i i, I do want to slag pike off a little bit here maybe maybe it's just making bad decisions but is it hair we're going down to the away team and Ortega's turns up all dressed up like, I want to do been, something she's else. Been, no, she's been chosen for the away team. And then when, down. then when she gets there, he goes, no, nah, you're all right, go back. No, that and was it's Spock, like, it wasn't. Spock comes and says that. Oh, okay. Um, we found the she, she's ready to go and Pike's ready for her to go with her, with him. And then Spock comes and it's like, I need you for so-and-so, so-and-so because of the dangers of the asteroids. Right, okay. Although, That's James, me then, it's okay now. But no, no, it's okay, it, does piss I, me off. it does piss me off later because I think we're gonna when, a who, when a who starts taking sick, yep, that's the number, one. One, number one tells her to take a sick page, she goes, but I'm flying the ship, and she goes, oh, I was flying the ship for way before you were. Yeah, yeah so why did we need Ortega so there? Why, so why did, you need, why did you make me lose out on this away mission if you could, if you could fly it no problem without me? That's yeah, exactly I thought that was a bit iffy. Yeah, yeah it's just it, the, the one reason why you were kept up here. Now we don't need you for that. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, that did that did not ring true with me. But I'm glad you've reminded me that it was Spock that rigged. Because otherwise, I just thought like this is really cruel. No, from because like, no, because because <laughs> uh, Spock um, starts apologising to her for pointing mm-hmm. out that he needed her on the ship. You're right, and, and she just goes to him, not now. Learn when not to say something, Spock. <laughs> yeah, now that was really good. Um, and there's another. They're obviously going to do something with Mabenga, um, because you have this. Oh, you need a doctor. I need you. This thing about it was clearly a badass in the Klingon War, and Pike seems to be hard. leaning on that a little bit more. Um, so obviously that's going to pay off because we've still got that stuff from the first episode. But I like that it just got peppered into su- this one you a mean little the Marvel bit. Super Soldier Serum. The Super Soldier Serum, yeah, which was no uh, doubt caused by some like, type of radiation. Almost, it's, almost, it's almost like with the Super Soldier Serum and the radiation altering people, like taking hints from Marvel, isn't it, Ian? Well, may I start by saying shut your whole mouth, Elliot? But also, <laughs> it is quite nice that they're layering in this thing about Mbenga. They're not just going to suddenly have him being a warrior in an episode. They've layered it in a couple of episodes. They they've have, actually done yeah. some groundwork here. So it's fine to do that for Mbenga. Fine for Spock. But I'll take it. No, fuck it. She just doesn't like the thing that is the best thing ever suddenly yeah but she also did really want, want to go on an away mission i think well it's if you look at it with the away mission i don't think it's so much that she wants to go on an away it. mission and misses the flying i think it's she likes dressing up do you know what because I'm she fine gets with that. Re- because she gets really into the mm. dressing up and it's she like does. Just the ask the about what you wear in the hat and she goes the hat makes the disguise. You've got to have the hat. They wear the well, hat. Well, she says about the recon because she's looked into the hat is significant to them. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think my problem is, like, I, I'm fine with her being excited about going on a away mission because she doesn't usually get to do it. But the thing about being sick of flying seems to be set up mm. so she can enjoy it later. It's just, it's so painfully done. It, it's yeah, you're right. To but force the ending. That's what this is something we've it. seen in uh, Star Trek previously, though, that a lot of uh, crew members don't get picked for away missions and they get excited when they do go on away missions. This is something that has been well, again, seen that makes a sense. lot in the past. 
No, but what I'm saying is I agree with that. I think her being excited to do something she doesn't usually do makes sense. Her not enjoying flying anymore is forced for the yeah. end of the <clears throat> Yeah. Yes, I think you're right. Um, so they go down to the planet and Lan is the first one to get the tinnitus and to lose a bit of time. Now, I'll hold my hands up to this. I thought at first they were like, oh, is this a side effect from a time traveling last week and it's just going to be her? Oh. I was totally wrong. I didn't think that. That's cool. That that was my first thought. But then obviously it became apparent that wasn't going to be the case. But I, I tell you what, that, I did that like. noise was annoying. Yeah. Like, really? It was. They're not meant to be hurting our ears as the viewers, you know? I'm just like, they could have picked any noise. Why actually hurt us? Yeah, but that, like, with the ringing, with the ringing. Is something that you used to get in the original series whenever there was like mm. a disease or a, sort of a tiny microscopic alien that you can't see or saw it hitting. You always got that little buzzing sound. But, never you know, but, but the, the one they yeah. used never hurt my ears. This one, actually, <laughs> genuinely, I was like, are they going to stop that? That is really. Like, I just thought it was a nice little uh, sort yeah. of play on it that, but that she could, she's actually getting the tinnitus from it, where originally. That buzzing, the buzzing sounds or whatever, were just there for the viewer. They yeah, they, they were there for us. It oh. was, they, the buzzing sounds break the fourth wall. Apart it from the one where the people in the scene could hear. Apart from the one where people were moving at super speed, so you couldn't or super yeah. slow. Yeah, but that was, and the, then you could hear the buzz, and then they could hear it. Yeah, that was because they were at yeah. super speed. Uh, yeah, because everyone one... knows when you're moving at super speed, you buzz like a fly. Everyone knows that. You either buzz like, oh, it goes. There was um, on IMDb because I was trying to look up Rigel Seven. There were a few kind of uh, the facts, which they trivia facts were very kind of like a bit of a stretch. But like one of them was apparently when they were filming the original series, Shatner got a tinnitus for years after doing the Gorn episode because he had to run through like he was being attacked by the Gorn, yeah. exploding so many explosions gave him tinnitus. I don't think it links to this, but fuck it. I've heard that. And, and the other one which they put in was that uh, one of the crew members who was lost is named C. Plummer. So they think this is an allusion to Christopher Plummer. Why they would do an allusion to Christopher Plummer in an episode which has nothing to do with anything that he, d he did fine, okay? It was, no, it was all really, like... And you don't include the Rigel 7 bit, the one I'm actually trying to look up. There are people it. who just sit around making things up for IMDb and... Like, honestly, some of the trivia that you read, it'll just go, the guy who's the third grip in this film's called Steve. And you go, oh. <laughs> yes. But I'm kind of used to that. I didn't mind. But I think they'd at least cover the Rigel 7 bit. That seems like a pretty... Well, like, considering they, they covered that guff, which has nothing to do with this episode, you'd think that they'd cover the IMDb one IMDb can take user contributions, so we know what you're doing when we finish yeah, this I episode. I, I can't work out how to use them. I can't be fucked. But apart from that, Very, well, just if you can't be bothered, don't slag off the people who can take the time no, to find exactly out the name of a I random crew do. member. Anyway, so they've got phases. The turns out Zach is the king or supreme emperor, Zacharias. So he's, he's made himself king. Yeah, which is a good. That's that's an old original series trope, isn't it? Like when we had the gangster planet and the Nazi planet and the yeah. American <laughs> and like, Civil War planet. It also feels like seeing the Delta from space seems like a very 
it's sort of thing the original series would have done like you know they yeah. saw something on the view screen which is like yeah yeah them dressed in stuff for uniform or something so the yeah, delta got, in the we could see a delta in a flower bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very feels very original series as well <laughs> yeah i think yeah and then are you ready for this? The, the, oh, they thought about this joke a lot because they get put in a cage and Pike goes, we're in a cage. And it, 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 it's it, the episode of the cage. cage yeah. You see what they did? <laughs> yeah. 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 I like it. it no, that, I stopped making notes after that. I was like, it's us Pete. That's it. It's done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't even uh, notice it, you, but I love thank, it. Thank you for watching. <laughs> we'll be... Do you know um, what? I think I think I have to hand back my com badge. I didn't even notice that, but I love it now you say it. Yeah, that's so brilliant. at this point they all start forgetting. And again, some great acting. Like I, I, I've forgotten the actor's name, but the the acting from Mabenga's brilliant. Like he genuinely sounds scared, and he looks scared of this losing his memory thing. Like I just think yeah. it's yeah. it's one of them where. They're all great actors, but you don't need to be that good in that scene. But it just adds something, the fact that it was. And Benger is my, I think, my second favourite after Pike. I, just, I love Anson Mount's Pike is just amazing. Well, what he's doing on screen is always captivating. I think the same with Benger. He is just, he's clearly a very seasoned, great actor. He's just, yeah. I think he's probably been, I, I actually, I'm going to have to look him up on IMDb because he's got to have been loads of other stuff. He just, yeah. He um, must have done theatre. He, he strikes me so. as someone who's done a lot of theatre and he's got, He's got that voice that he's one of them people you can just listen to him reading the phone book. Like he's, he is a really good yeah. on screen presence. Yeah. Um, so then Ahura gets affected. So this is when it's spread into the ship. And it's the same sort of time thing. Like, she says, oh, sorry, have I done? I'm just doing the thing now. And I asked you to do that two hours ago. And did I send it? <laughs> Did I do it? Yeah. <laughs> and this is where, as you say, they decide the best person to escort to sick bay is the pilot. Um, which that yeah. you couldn't possibly do without. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it starts spreading to other people on the ship as well. So we've got stuff going on in the planet and stuff going on on the ship. So th this is very. TNG used to do that a lot, where you'd have something going on with the away team, and then the thing that TNG didn't always do was link them together. Like, yeah. you'd have random episodes where the away team would be off doing something, and then, like, that one... I forget what the A plot is, but the B plot is that Wesley throws a snowball out of the holodeck and it gives everyone a sneeze or something. You know, it, but it's got nothing to do with what the A plot is, but um, at least this I know one... Which I know which episode you mean. It's an that, early one. It's, it's yeah. I, it, is it that stupid one with the... The Society of Women, where Angel not Wong. that it's stupid because there's a Society of Women, it's stupid Angel, because Angel it's stupid. Wong. Yeah, I think Actually, maybe it's I, that episode. Do you know what? I mean, I think this is technically all they put really because it's all centered around yeah. the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're going on parallel kind of missions, if you like, on the ground and in the sky. But it's, like, all, it's all it's at all the same plot. time. Yeah, it's yeah. very rare you get all a plot in in Star Trek. Yeah, and. I like some of the stuff they drop in about, I know the idea of, right, well, you've got this society who forget everything every night. It, yes, it's silly. And it, how and could the guy's it just possibly... cool with it. 
Apparently, yeah. the whole society but, is just cool with it. fine with it. But but yeah, yeah. that. But go we, on, sorry. We remember, we remember the we remember important things like how to walk and eat and talk. Uh, and, and, and any of the things, depending like, on what I the plot needs that, at any given moment, it might have different powers. This thing, yeah, yeah that's like, the problem. Obviously, because... They've obviously got to remember who they're married to and all that because they've got kids, the, the planet reproduces, unless they have one night stands all the time. They've developed, yeah, remember. Really... Well, they've got the names written on the side of the house, haven't they? So they got no, it's on. Well, it's on because... my tattoo, so that's my house. And she's yeah. got the tattoo, so it must be her house as well. Yeah, must be. Yeah, I mean, but there, there's things like when Mbenga picks up the... She, he instinctively knows to give medical treatment. Yeah. Yet when Ortegas is on the bridge and she's sat at her station, which later on in the episode she goes to and goes, oh, I instinctively know how to use this. But when yeah. she loses her memory and she's sat right in front of it, she doesn't. Why? Yeah, could, and well, it's that could like be just the overpowering thing of the memory loss and sort of no, no, no. They clearly say they don't say anything about when the memory loss first hits you. No, and hits you worse. They, did, they do because when they're in the cage, yeah, he has to, he has to save them. There's the old man by saying they've had a really rough forgetting. Oh, he does. Yeah, no they don't it. link it to the first forgetting. They just they've had a rough forgetting. Yeah, it just seems very convenient. Yeah, it seems very convenient. Everyone on the bridge. There's no one. There's no one there who's had a forgetting before to sort of be there with them as the the forgetting. Yeah, but again, there's no. They they didn't. They didn't really land that. They say they say they had a rough forgetting. You just missed it. No, (laughs) you forgot it. (laughs) You forgot to watch that bit. He just says he've had rough forgetting. Not everyone, when they first forget, they, they forget really badly or they forget worse. They say that you remember your trait. And Mbenga's just had his first forgetting, yet he still knows how to do his medical shit. True. So, now, I think what it is, it's like sometimes when, most of the time when you're having a drink, mm. most of the time you do remember the basic things like how to walk. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, sometimes you do suddenly forget. Yeah, so I think maybe it's like that. I don't know. Uh, but I do like the idea that they, they have tried to engage with this idea, like how do we how do we have markers? And it's like, right, we've got totems, we've got um, tattoos. And so it's like, okay, they're, they're exploring some ideas of, about so how I, you could potentially I, make this work. So I assume as soon as you have a baby, they must tattoo it immediately. They'd have to, yeah. Says, yeah, 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 you definitely would have yeah, tattooing to. Tattooing babies, yeah, that's good, yeah. Or, or leave themselves a memo on the arm going, you got the, the, the baby who's dressed like this today. Yeah, but the so they've got to have different outfits, like, tattooed. Like, Spock says that, though, later, though, that he forget because he has everyone who hasn't forgotten yet, he hands them a pad with who they are. Yeah, which, which they can't read suddenly later. Which, Spock, if it's in a language which they don't, all speak without the universal translator. Spock would know that, and so we'd make sure it was in the relevant language. If yeah. it, which doesn't really make any sense, because why is the universal translator down anyway? Like, there's no reason why they can't read the pads later. What they can't read yeah, now? Because they just said that they've got their basic abilities, like walking, well, and reading. Surely would be one of those. Again, though, sometimes when you have a drink, most of the time when you have a drink, you can read. Sometimes you can. Never happened to me. I've never not been able to read when I've drank. Oh, oh, we'll see. 
That happens. <laughs> All right. So All right. anyway, and sometimes the words were moving, but I could read it still. I thought there was a a clever thing to do here where Chapel, when she's explaining it, says, you know, I could do basic things, but I couldn't perform surgery. And then immediately Mabenga's in a position where he has to do surgery. But can't do it. So I like yeah, but I, I, so I like how these parallel plot lines, one of them um, feeds into the drama of the other by establishing that in the on-ship on plot line, and then immediately we get a payoff to it on the planet side. Um, so I liked what they did with that. I thought that, that was a clever bit of, yeah. bit of and, scripting. And that works to what they said, because you could do basic things, but like something complicated, like an operation. That works within the logic they laid out. Yeah, it does, and yeah. So the, the you do get some silly dialogue where it's like I'm going back to the palace to get our memories back because they think the memories are hidden oh, in a box. Oh, yes, oh, so yeah, but they've had the forgetting by now, and the old man has told them where their memories are kept. Oh, and my, my true. Might I also yeah, say true. when they got the when Pike first forgets when he's in the palace with the guy. Why does he forget when he's in the palace? Because I I know it's starting to take effect and the. The palace can take a while to for its effects to, but they they've just got there. They. It's a good point. It's a good you point. You shouldn't forget. Yeah, I don't think we palace. can get out of that one because he hasn't started the forgetting yet. So no, if he's in the palace. It shouldn't affect him, and if anything, it should make it better because we see that when he's in the palace later, he gets his memory back after a fairly short amount of time. Yeah. Oops. I think you have idea. When you're on your IMDb, they have a goofs section. Yeah. So add that. Well, as it, a, I haven't got the time to write all the goofs a, in this as... episode. I'm sorry, but you have. Yeah, I don't think it... we'll just send it. I I think we'll just send this the transcript. It's very clever because they are no goofs because you forget about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. They won't remember that it was a, a problem. Yeah, because. Obviously, when we're watching Star Trek, what we're watching is a dramatization that's been reconstructed from the the logs. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, so if they can't remember things properly, no. the logs are not going to be 100% be a hundred percent accurate. Well, I'm saying this is a great um, pass of the captain's log, but yeah, maybe they could have done a second draft of the captain's log before they said. Yeah, maybe. Time. Yeah. All right then. Um, yeah, so this is when we get Ortega's big moment, which is she leaves the bridge. And so this is something I do have a problem with, but it's a, it's a minor silly thing. Um, so she leaves the bridge and she's talking to the computer and blah, blah, blah. And it goes, I'll show you where your quarters are. Ah. And we've seen this in TNG, though it was implied it was a new technology in TNG, but we can we can look past that. Uh, but I wondered this like back the in light. the TNG days as well. So, yeah, so Ortega goes, cool. I want to know where my quarters are. The computer goes, okay, I'll show you the lights. What if someone else is also <laughs> saying, show me where like, the they show them in a cafeteria is? Yeah, do they... I was about to say, how many crew have we got on the Enterprise at this point? Are we in the, still in the 200s of the cage? Maybe something into, like that. Are we up into the 400s of TOS era? Well, let's go in the middle and say 300. <laughs> so we're going to 300. So we've got 300 crew members going to the computer. Who am I? And the computer is going to every one of them. 
you are lieutenant, you are commander, you are... But, yeah, oh, no, no, no. The whole point is, they, they go, don't oh. ask her name. She doesn't ask her name once at the computer. <laughs> it's only later on when the computer accidentally says it. She does like, unless this makes you a fucking vegetable, why doesn't she ask her name? Why? <laughs> why? Why? She forgot to ask her name. She no, meant to, but, then she forgot. Well, what, I, what I was getting with, what I was actually getting to was that you've got to have these 300 people all asking the computer and it's telling them where to go. It's got to be like a fucking strobe in that disco, yeah. yeah, well, with all the lights going. <laughs> and then what do you do when they all bump into each other? You go, oh, is that your light or is that my light? Oh, well, my light brought me around this. Oh, you know, I mean, how I, do you I decide think, whose light it is? I think it's, it, it sounds like Lower Decks need to do this as a sketch. It's, it's just waiting to happen. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's like, right, we've got this amazing technology, but only one person can use can it use at it any it one time. time. Otherwise, we end up people just following the wrong lights. And seeing as we're trying to come up with anything as usual to try and justify Star Trek, uh, I'm going to say that the the amazing thing about the technology is only you can see it. Like it just beams it. Like do you it mean uses... it's a bit like? Do you mean it could be a bit like the universal translator that it's at a frequency only for your eyes? Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I that thought did because we are so conditioned as geeks to try and explain. <laughs> yes, yeah. Continuity that did cross my mind. My head cannon went. Only you can see your light. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll have that one then. That's what just, we're and we'll just ignore the fact that when McCoy with. asks for it, the crew member goes, and as you can see, it's pointing you this way. <laughs> Because she can obviously. Oh uh, yeah, that does we'll happen. Like, that. Well, maybe because she was demoing it for Riker, she saw it, and then once Riker took ownership Riker of it, yeah. yeah. And also in that one, it, it it says turn left at the end of the corridor, and Riker turns right. So, <laughs> didn't, you know, if we're gonna well, pick holes with that sequence, it's um... he thought you meant his right, which is. Yeah, yeah, he, he was thinking, yeah, because the Enterprise was flying that way and he was walking that way. So he was yeah. like, no, it, that's why I should always say port and starboard on ships. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, we're pretty much getting to where like the action wraps. Ortegas gets this whole, I'm Erica Ortegas and I fly, I fly the, ship. the ship. And that, it, it, it's, it's cheesy. But it, it didn't make me cringe. It, it was that close. I, I actually like Ortegas as a character. I do as well. Yeah, and, I, I'm fine with her. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah. And I think one of the things I really like about Ortegas as a character, a bit like Lan, is these are brand new characters that we have. I know we have very little about number one. We only have what happened in page. But these are completely new mm -hmm. characters that anything could happen to. So yeah. I like I like any I like episodes where they're in because you could put like to, this episode where Lan was wounded and could die. She mm -hmm. could die because we have not seen her after this. Yeah. <laughs> Which as we know from good. Hema as well in season one, strange new world characters yeah. can die. Yeah. Yeah, and they um there was also a nice uh you had the wrap up to Pike's storyline with the love interest and yeah everything. i i i did quite even though the, again the reasoning at the beginning doesn't really work for me because again it, it seems too logical and too sensible for them to say he's just making bullshit reasons up i do like the payoff that he kind of like he does learn something through the episode which is very star trek yeah he it does. does you know um 
And the the confrontation with Zach is is pretty good and everything, where he's like, okay, I, I apologize for not saving you, but everything you've done since then is on you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's that's good, that's right. It's I like apologize for not saving you, but I actually thought you were dead, and I did mourn you. Yeah. yeah, and and the uh, old guy who's been showing him, uh, them around, who apparently, along with the rest of the planet, decided they didn't care that they lost their memories because you know that's what well they forgot do. they were angry uh, about it. Yeah, so now he remembers that he's happy that he's got his memory back. Yeah, because he was all like, "I don't want my memories back," but then it's like, "Oh, turns out I did." So I mean, I just wish that it would be more like it made more sense to me that there was a show of power, like you know, they didn't have the option to try and rise up because. You know, or they were stopped from rising up at least at this time. That made a lot more sense than they've lost all their memories. The people in the panels get to keep their memories, well, and they think that's okay. That well, didn't... it is said that this has been going mm. on for like a thousand years, several thousand years. This planet has been stagnated in its yeah. development. So yeah, so, so this planet reach like this medieval time, which would be what like seventh, uh, eighth century. But it reached it thousands of years before us, so they should be more advanced than us in the Star Trek universe by and, now. And, and sorry, yeah, yeah, we should also sorry throw out there was a lovely ending where um like uh Spock feels like it's right, because of course he's human now, so you know, fuck it. Uh so he feels like it's right to throw the asteroid out the course to save the planet and just wherever it lands, fuck it. Like those people deserve it. I think that's no, they, they, no, they throw it back into the, asteroid, into field. the asteroid yeah, field. and they don't blow it up or anything. They risk that well, that could go into orbit of another planet. No, but well, I, think, I think it's implied that that whole asteroid field is possibly yeah. The the gravity of the asteroid field will more than likely keep it. But I, I think it's that the whole asteroid field is probably a bit like that. Yeah, I think well. so. So unless you're going to destroy about... all the asteroids. But in something like Next Generation, we've had loads of times when they've done a, like uh, uh, Jean-Luc has done a uh, captain's log, which says it's like we've posted a warning to Starfleet to stop any vessels going into this region. No mention of anything like that. Well, they don't need to do that because they'll know not to go near the asteroid field. You don't need to say that because, like, we can assume because we've seen these logs in Next Generation that it'll have they'll have done that. Don't go to the asteroid field. Asteroid field bad. Rigel Seven yeah. though now good. But yeah, Rigel Seven, you might be all right. Still, they'll all remember stuff now, so they'll remember. Oh, Starfleet came down and we chinned them. We killed three of them in four hours. So don't take any shit from Starfleet if they turn up again. Just a little cordon maybe around the asteroid field. I'm just saying, like, usually that's... Or I, I we, think, I will be honest, planet. I think that's been a bit over finicky. I mean, we, we can assume that they probably put a warning. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess know. there's like, just so many logic holes that I'm... Like, I yeah, think I think that's, I that's think it's it, pushed you over the edge if it you're, has, I think it, you're I getting think angry about thing, that. I think that's one of the things that was done so often in TNG where we'll put a warning through it. We'll put a warning buoy. We'll put a warning buoy. Well, why that not? Doesn't it, that doesn't, yeah, but it was always the end, Captain Log, we put a warning buoy. That it's been done now that we don't need that we're intelligent enough as an audience that we don't need telling by the captain that he took 
uh, sensible safety precautions at the end. Yeah, I'm I'm not bothered about that element of it. Do you think maybe maybe that maybe the real reason is that they're worried that um, the way we pronounce that word, they're worried about leaving boys in danger given certain revelations recently. Yeah, maybe maybe that was. It. It could be, could be allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's, I think he, his wife certainly admitted it on his behalf. Well, oh, I haven't seen the news today. Oh, uh, Hugh uh, Edwards. Oh no, we're allowed to say that now. I was going to say, so was it spoilers for the news? But now? the the police have found that there was no crime committed. That is what the police yeah, but the, have yeah, discovered. Police I didn't know, no, but. The police fully admitted that they don't investigate crimes. Oh, that's true. Yes, you're right. We have a police force in this country or we don't investigate crimes. You're right. Do you know the the, the weird bit of instant, not karma, but like uh, instant answer here is that when all the stuff with Philip Schofield happened and the researcher was 17 when he started the affair mm -hmm. and everything, People were going, it's like, well, would it be the same if it was a straight guy? Well, it turns out, I mean, I don't know the gender of the, actually, in all fairness, I don't know the gender of the uh, uh, person, but um, uh, Hugh Edwards. A young boy. It was a young boy. Oh, okay. I, I did not hear that was revealed. Sorry. Okay. But it's, he's meant to be. That was the be... first part that was revealed. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. For anyone in listening in ten sorry, years' anyway, time, yeah. um, Hugh Edwards was a gentleman who <laughs> used to present the news in yeah. the, the UK. He seemed really nice, but that's what we know. It, it is and, very and unlikely and that he will ever present the news again. And Philip Schofield used to put his hand up a gopher's bottom while he was in the group. Yeah, group. and yeah, we have used, There used to be a TV channel called the BBC, but um, something <laughs> went very, very wrong. <laughs> Yeah, there was a blue wave which washed it away. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I do like that when they finally get in the box, which contains not memories, but it does have the classic tricorder, which I always like seeing the yeah. TOS tricorder. It's nice. It's nice. A slightly slimmed down version. I like again. I like the uh, fact that they do enough respect to make it look like it. Yeah. In a way which to, fits the modern technology. That's. I just have to say you can't thing. have a bulky thing like that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I appreciate well, it. I think they do a really to... good job of like. You can visually see the similarities, but we've kind of made it work for now. And that, yeah. that shows like how our technology's come on because it'll have been I mean, there'll have been a couple of reasons. I mean, like in the sixties you needed bigger props anyway, because the fidelity on the screen was not as good. So everything had to be in big the, so you could see it. In the sixties, uh, um, a home tape tape deck was incidentally the size of the tricorder. Yeah, well, that, this is what I was going to say. The other thing is they had to make it believable. That They had to think, right, no one's going to believe that we've got a little thing like this and it can do everything right. that you need it to do. So we're going to have to make them carry these big things. Why the hell did we never get a Walkman which was dressed up like a tricorder? Why did that bit of merch never exist? Don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure. Like, I have said this, so that's all I can think of. Like, I, I'm I sure admit, you could make I one. Have, I must admit, I had a tape recorder that had a case that wasn't far off, looking like a tricorder. Yeah. yeah I, I never saw that bit of merch if it existed. Now, no, while that, that was just standard, <laughs> right? While we're talking about old school sound systems, I, this is nothing to do with the episode. It's just reminded me something that annoyed me. 
Um, non-skip CD players. Non-skip my ass. They all skipped. Sorry, after our last conversation, was that non-skip? Because that's non-skip. Why... Right. I was going to say why they had that function. That's weird. Yeah. Sorry, well... sorry man. I'm... I'm just going to get this show cancelled, even though there's no one to cancel. Yeah. If anyone's listening now, Retrack so... used to be a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> non non-skip CD players wouldn't play anything by Rolf Harris. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It was it was the only way you knew back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, um, what do whose episode do we think it's going to be next week? I actually know the answer to this because I accidentally saw a trailer. I'm going to say, um, her matched up with the new engineer woman. Oh, okay. Oh, Elliot. I haven't seen any trailers, so I'm going to say New Engineer. Okay. In some way, in some way because I think we're going to get more introduced to her. I think she's yeah, just I, been. I, feel a, like we I think. I think we. Next episode is going to be halfway through the season, and yeah. uh, John said John nicely did tell us. Episode two hundred four, yeah. That will be two hundred. Episode two hundred four. Oh, isn't it? Isn't this one two hundred four? Is this one's two hundred four? This is no, it's not. No, it's not. We've had the Klingon episode. We've had the time travel episode. We've had uh, the number one episode. Number one episode trial episode. This is the fourth episode in the series. Yeah. So this is two hundred four. So next week, two hundred five. Episode two hundred was the season premiere. Oh, our oh, I thought you meant season. Right. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant sorry. season two, episode 04. Is the way I was reading, and no. I think that's right. Apologies. Ah, uh, uh, possibly that's what they mean by that episode two or four. Well, that's yeah, how I, that's I read it as well. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah. we're we're well, almost next, in sync. As will yeah. be episode two hundred and four next week for the fifth. It episode. will. But I think at the halfway point, we've seen. Like this is we didn't have the new have her again this week at all. No, true. And we had a bit of a in the time travel one a bit more. We had mm. a little bit of a sort of introduced who she was in the first episode. So I think we do yeah. sort of a proper episode with her. Yeah, time. I think we need. Yeah, more they haven't really used her much this series, and you need to if you're introducing. Yeah, and, you need and, to use and as I say, it'll be the halfway point next week of this yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, let's find out no, next, no, tomorrow, week. next week. Um, oh, no, sorry, no, one Wednesday. It's, th it's Thursday drops, isn't it, this year? It is Thursday yeah. drops in the UK now, Yeah, it, it drops everywhere at the same time, which I think is really, really sensible of a streaming yeah. company that can press the button. It, it really, really is. At the same time. And if you don't want pirates, that's the way you do it. Yeah. You release it time and date yeah. in different regions, because otherwise you're encouraging piracy. I'm sorry, even if you yeah. disagree with piracy, it is lunacy to drop something... Especially when they do it significantly after, there is just you're not yeah, going to get the it, same. It's, it's yeah. stupid. It's, yeah, it's very silly. Okay, so if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime, we are at Retrek Pod on Twitter. We are not on Threads yet, but we may be at some point in the future. Oh, I used uh, where... watching Threads. That was scary. Oh, I know it was. Yeah, yeah. We need to get on Threads because uh, let's find. Oh, I don't threads. know. Threads. We're going scary. down with a. We're going down with yeah Twitter. Have you been in there recently? Fucking hell! And the thing is, if if we're watching threads, we won't want to go to Sheffield for the Madam Misfit gig. Yeah. So 
Um, anyway, so yes, at Retrek Pod, Retrek Pod at gmail.com. Elliot's got Retrek Model Studios on YouTube. I've got Kingy's Toy Box, where you can see my reviews of all the all the main four Ninja Turtles at the moment from the new line. Uh, and we're working on a He-Man thing at the minute, but it's taking longer than I thought it would. Um, and Dr. Squee, what have we got on the Dr. Squee show? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, be honest with you, I haven't got any interview lined up. I might just do a music episode on the radio show next week. So uh, the Dr. Squee show, Tuesday, 7pm to 8pm, sw20radio.co.uk or drsquee.com uh, for the video episodes on YouTube. And remember, if you don't want to get taken off the air, use your non-skip CD player. Yeah, I. It, it's been a long week. My my my. This sense of humour comes out when I'm tired. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry for anyone I offended. And yeah. thanks for trekking with us this time. We will see you next time on the retrek. Thank you. Goodbye. Drag off, and then.